This is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. How are you coping with lockdown? Are you fed up of socially isolating or is it actually your thing? So for the real misanthropes, or at least the very rich ones, you may like to consider socially isolating on the International Space Station. A year ago, NASA announced that it was opening things up to commercial enterprise, not only to conduct industry-led experiments on board, but also to allow more paying citizen astronauts to visit for up to 30 days at a time. You may recall South Africa's Mark Shuttleworth in 2002 as the second self-funded space tourist and the first ever South African in space. He paid about 20 million US dollars for the voyage. Shuttleworth had to undergo one year of training and preparation, including seven months spent in Star City, Russia. So this is not your normal tourist destination. Private astronauts are currently limited to only two per year. Now, after almost 20 years of continuous habitation in space, a private company called Axiom Space is building a commercial habitable module with designer interior. Their website says each private crew berth provides a nest-like cabin, extraordinary unobstructed views of Earth and high bandwidth communications back to home. It will also have a continuous source of electricity, so this is starting to sound quite attractive. Not sure about the water supply, you won't be able to take a normal shower. Anyhow, perhaps as early as next year, fee-paying private individuals will be able to spend 10 days whizzing around planet Earth every 90 minutes, surrounded by Philip Stark designer interior. Unlike Shuttleworth's seven months in Russia with Axiom Space, you'll only have to undertake 15 weeks of training, assuming you pass the medical. Marvellous though this is, it is a far cry from science fiction, where spacecraft tear about the galaxy from solar system to solar system, crossing vast tracts of space in a blink of an eye. We all know that space is vast, and that we humans have only sent two tiny craft, Voyagers 1 and 2, beyond the solar system, and they were launched in 1977. Voyager 1 is furthest now at about 22.5 billion kilometres away and it's taken 43 years to get that far, so there's obviously some reality gap here. The fastest we've gone in space is the Parker Solar Probe launched by NASA, which achieved a speed of 360,855 kilometres per hour in January this year. The International Space Station, by the way, is orbiting Earth at 25,200 kilometres per hour. So a lot of big numbers here, but in order to get anywhere interesting, such as our nearest star at 4.2 light years away, if we want to be around to hear the news from Proxima Centauri, you have to travel at or faster than the speed of light, and we know that this is not possible. Or is it? Scientists are taking warp drives seriously, especially one particular concept, and those Star Trek aficionados out there will know what a warp drive is. Anyway, this particular one is called the Alcubierre Warp Drive, and it's named after a Mexican physicist. And this is where the fabric of space-time is stretched in a wave, which could in theory cause the space ahead of an object to contract, while the space behind would expand. 
the object inside this wave, in this case a spaceship, would then be able to ride this region called a warp bubble. So the spaceship is not actually moving at all within the bubble, only the space around it. There are, of course, a few hitches. One is that there are no known methods to create this warp bubble, and secondly, there's no way of leaving the bubble once inside it. Various experiments have been conducted to try and create a microscopic warp bubble in a laboratory, but they've been inconclusive so far, so I'm afraid we're all just born too early to hop aboard a spaceship and whiz off to visit far-flung planets, and perhaps this will never be possible. For now, humans must content ourselves with visiting the International Space Station or just staying at home. Well, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. FMR.